Hi, everybody. I'm Pastor Larry Huck, and welcome to Standing with Israel on Charisma's Podcast Network. You know, standing with Israel is one of the most important things that you will ever do. And let me give you two reasons. Number one, as Paul said in the book of Ephesians, that the two shall become one new man. You and I are fulfilling Bible prophecy in tearing down the wall that divides Jews and Gentiles. The second thing is, by tearing down this wall and rebuilding the tabernacle of David in our hearts, we are preparing the world for the coming of the Messiah. Standing with Israel is the father of all blessings. So get ready for God's wisdom, favor, anointing, and blessing. Now let's get into today's message. When I first wrote this book on, on seven living prophecies, the reason, the purpose that God gave me in writing this book was to prepare us for the end time transfer of wealth, for signs and wonders and miracles. The Lord said, when you begin to see these things, look up for your redemption draweth nigh. And I really felt the Lord speak to me and say, most people don't see these things that are happening. These amazing end time prophetic miracles. And if they don't see them, they're not going to understand what's about to happen. But after I finished the book, then we started seeing the coronavirus. We started seeing the uh, isolation, the economic crisis. We started seeing the craziness on the streets. And had I seen that before, I would have added in there and probably a more important thing, we need to pay attention and not miss the rapture. When you look and you see what's happened the last four months with sickness, with economic crisis, with lawlessness in the streets, and if you think, man, these four months have been crazy, listen to me. You don't want to spend seven years going through that multiplied a thousand times. And that's what happens when the rapture takes place. Number one, we need to get serious about serving God with all of our heart, with all of our mind, with all of our strength. And number two, we need to get serious about getting every one of our family members saved, our loved ones saved. Because listen to me, the rapture is not the judgment of God on the world. The rapture is the judgment of God on the church. Judgment begins in the house of God. And God is saying to preachers and God is saying to Christians and God is saying to Jewish people, you need to get back in line and start serving me because if you think this is crazy, can you imagine what it's going to be like when the Holy Spirit is gone and the rapture takes place and there will be lawlessness like we have never seen before. But you and I, we're going to make the rapture and we're going to take as many as we can with us. Can I have an amen? Can you imagine what it's going to be like when the Holy Spirit is gone and the rapture takes place and there will be lawlessness like we have never seen before, but you and I, we're going to make the rapture and we're going to take as many as we can with us. Can I have an amen? The number one prophecy in the book is we begin to understand or re-see the Jewishness of Jesus. Number two is breaking the curse. The third thing, Israel would become a nation again. The fourth one the three-stranded cord is not easily broken. So you've got the biblical proof, you've got the political proof, and then one more archaeological proof. 
just recently, I was with Prime Minister Netanyahu, and long story short, I was talking with him, and uh, I asked him, how important is the pilgrimage road? The pilgrimage road, just a few years ago, that a sewer broke or a water main broke, and so they went in to fix it. They found out that this water was going into the original biblical pool of Bethesda. They dug down and found a road that they, we haven't seen since the time of Jesus. It's been covered with 20 or 30 feet of dirt. They dug it open. This is the road that Jesus walked. This is the road that the high priest walked. They found the pomegranate bell uh, in there that the high priest would wear, bringing his first fruits. And I asked Prime Minister Netanyahu in a meeting, how important is that? And he, and he looked at me and said, my, my ancestors walked. Jews and Christians walked this road together and he said before long we will walk it again in ancient hebrew there's no word for what coincidence it's not a coincidence that we found this road from the pool of bethesda where jesus healed and all the way up where jesus walked the stones are crying out they found the seal of bethlehem we've just believed in bethlehem because the bible said it but they found a seal from the before the time of jesus the stones are crying out The Bible proves who the land belongs to. The law proves who the land belongs to. And the stones are proving the land belongs to the Jewish people. Exactly the way God said. Can I have an amen? Not only is there a physical return to the land of Israel, but God prophesied there would be a spiritual return to the land of Israel. Oh, Lord, my strength and my fortress, my refuge in the day of affliction. The Gentiles, the church, shall come to you from the ends of the earth and say, Surely our fathers have inherited lies, worthless and unprofitable things. This is Jeremiah 16, as you know. Will a man make gods for himself which are not gods? Therefore, behold, I will cause them to know my hand and my might, and they shall know that my name is the Lord. In the last days that the eyes of the Gentiles will open. And when they're open, they will know my hand and my might. Malachi, God says, return to me and I'll return to you, right? And they said, well, how do we return? And God says, in your tithes and in your offerings. And when you do that, I'll open the windows of heaven. It's because they quit bringing their first fruit offerings up the pilgrimage road. They stopped. They stopped doing it. And God said, return to me and I'll return unto you. Why did he say money? Because money, where your treasure is, that's where your heart be also. But they did it. Jesus was at the temple on Passover. He was at the temple on Shavuot. He was at the temple on Sukkot. He was at the temple and all the Jews were there. They were in one place and one accord. But here's the thing most people miss. Malachi 3, most pastors jump down to the middle where it says tithes and offerings. Read 1, 2, and 3. He says, and I will come suddenly. And it will come quickly to my temple. Every Jewish scholar will tell you that Malachi, the lesser was the Jews and they returned. But the latter is for the Gentiles. When Jesus came the first time, there was nothing sudden about his coming. He died on the cross. He hung there for hours. He was buried in the tomb. On the third day, he rose again. He walked with amongst them for 40 days. And then he was caught up to be with them. Nothing sudden about that. But when Jesus comes the second time, He'll come in twinkling an eye. He'll come as a thief in the night. And so scholars who understand look at that and say, return unto me and I'll return unto you. The lesser, the beginning, the first was for the Jews. But the greater is for Gentiles. 
calling for Gentiles to return. How do we return? In uh, understanding the teachings of the Bible, understanding that Israel has now become a nation, understanding that we're rediscovering the Jewishness of Jesus, understanding that we have inherited useless and meaningless things, but we're coming back to the truth. And when we come back to the truth, the truth will set us free. And when we do that, the windows of heaven will be open and God will pour out such a blessing that there won't be room enough to receive it. Do you receive that? Shout amen and say, I received that. All right. So this is an important time for us to pray. The Lord said, see the land to the north, the south, the east, and the west. I give it to you and your descendants forever. I won't get into it, but every time the U.S. has forced Israel into dividing the land, we've had disasters hit. I mean, within a day, we've had disasters hit. When you read the rest of the book, we talk about in the last days, signs, wonders, and miracles. Signs in the skies and in the heavens. We talk about the blood moon, and we remind you what happened every time, within years of the blood moons. We just had those blood moons, and NASA says we'll never have them again. Folks, we're living in the last days. And God wants us to get excited to serve him with all of our heart, to serve him with all of our mind. Not just because there's going to be signs, wonders, and miracles, and end-time transfer of wealth. That's, that's a motivation. But because the rapture, I believe, is closer than we realize. Let's get it done. Let's be on the winning team. Because I read the end of the book, and we do win. How many are ready to be a winner in Jesus' name? Now, let me close with this and we're going to close in prayer in the book of malachi you know it's amazing how as pastors we always read malachi 3 but very few read malachi 4 you all understand that malachi is the last book in the old testament the first covenant and malachi leads us to jesus have you ever read the very last words in malachi In Malachi chapter 4, 6, it says, And he will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, and the hearts of the children to their fathers, lest I come and strike the earth with a curse. The very last words before Jesus is, I will turn the hearts of the fathers to the sons, and the hearts of the sons to the fathers. Because if this doesn't happen, a curse will land on the earth. Now, everything in Hebrew has a physical and a spiritual. And on Father's Day, I believe we can claim this as fathers. That if there's something that's come between us and our children, may God do this miracle for us. So we're going to pray for divine healing on every home and every family and every relationship. The number one thing is your heart that needs to be right with God. Don't be lukewarm. How many here today, and and we're including all of our stream family, all of you around the world. How many of you here today, every head is bowed, every eye is closed, no one's looking around. I'm not going to bring anybody forward. You say, Pastor, on this Father's Day, during this time of fulfillment of Bible prophecy, I need God to touch my family. 
whether you're male or female, whether you're a son or a daughter, grand, grandmother, granddaughter, grandchild, say, I need God to touch my family. The devil has tried to bring a rift in there or tried to bring a division or tried to steal my kids or my grandkids. I, I, I'm believing God for reconciliation in my home with us and with God. Lift your hand up all over the building. Amen, 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 amen. Put your hands down. Do you know that probably 85, 90% of you raised your hand? Why is that? Why is that? Because the devil hates a Judeo-Christian type of family. He hates it. But we need to stand and believe God to touch our families. Amen? Look, look at me a second. We have a saying in our house. Can I give it to you? God comes first. Family comes second. Friends come third. Career comes last. Because if we'll have things in order, there's no limit to what Almighty God can do for us. Say this out loud. Say, Father, I come to you right now in the name of Jesus. I know I've sinned. We've all sinned. But I know this. You love me. So much you sent Jesus Christ to pay the price in full for all my sin. Right now, I receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior. Father, I claim divine healing, blessing, joy, peace, happiness, in my family and in my home, I apply the blood of Jesus and the name of Jesus. And I declare we are more than conquerors in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. If you receive that, give the Lord a clap offering. Thank you for listening to our Standing with Israel podcast with Pastor Larry Huck. We truly believe that building bridges between Christians and Jews is a sign of the end times and will prepare the world for the coming of the Messiah. If you would like to learn more about why we stand with Israel and at the same time be a blessing to the Jewish people, we encourage you to send for Pastor Larry's latest book, Seven Living Prophecies. It's an incredibly insightful and prophetic book that will lead you into the blessings of God and will send it to you for any size offering to our ministry. Your contribution will be used to support our charitable work in Israel, which includes supporting elderly Holocaust survivors and Project Aliyah, which brings the Jews home to their ancient homeland, Israel. To donate, please call us today at 1-800-204-6545 and speak with one of our helpful operators. You can also go to our website and make your donation at lhmpodcast.org. Again, please call 800 800- 204-6545 or go to lhmpodcast.com to make your donation and request a copy of Pastor Larry's latest book, Seven Living Prophecies. Thanks for listening today. God bless you for your prayerful and financial support and tune in next week for another Standing with Israel podcast with Pastor Larry Huck.